The world tells you that productivity is working better, smarter, and faster so that you can be successful and make all your dreams come true. But our dreams should be slightly different. My prayer is that we dream the same dreams as God does for us and that we would all see how to be truly productive in that sense. We're praying today for our productivity to be characterized by a Christ-like attitude, by godly motivations, and by dependence on God. Welcome, I'm Michelle Berkey, and this is Praying Scripture, a weekday broadcast where we use God's own words to honor Him and to talk to Him about the things going on in our life and in our world. This is episode 186 today, and we are going to pray about productivity. But before we do that, we're going to begin with a bit of worship. And we're going to start with a verse from the Psalms. Psalm 100 verses 4 and 5, and it says, Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name, for the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. All right, let's just use that and come before God in prayer. We'll use these words as worship this morning. Father, we come to you with thanksgiving in our hearts for all of the things that you have provided for us in this life, for all of the relationships that you have gifted us with, for our salvation, for the things, the ways that you have guided and directed us in our past, and for the way that you will continue to guide and direct us in our future. You are good and your love endures forever. Forever is one of those words that I have trouble wrapping my mind around. And then you say, your faithfulness continues throughout all generations, every single generation, and that includes mine. That includes while I am here on earth. Your faithfulness will continue. I can trust that your love will endure and your faithfulness is continuous. And I thank you for those things this morning. I do come to you with that heart, that no matter how many difficulties we might be experiencing in life, no matter what my circumstances look like, no matter how things have changed or how they have remained them the same and I want them to change, all that aside, I can be thankful in my circumstances because you are here with me, because your faithfulness and your love endure forever throughout all generations, including mine. I can trust your word and trust in you. Thank thank you for being that kind of God, for being trustworthy, eternal, and full of faith and love towards your people. As we walk forward today into this time together, I ask that you would guide and direct it, that you would that that faithfulness and love and goodness would be evident in this time as well, that you would speak to our hearts, that you would guide my words and my thoughts. So I'm not having trouble thinking clearly this morning. I pray that you would um, work through whatever comes out of my mouth in the hearts of your people who are listening. We are eager for your presence. We are hungry for your word, and we are willing to be obedient in whatever you ask. And I don't say that lightly. If we are not feeling obedient, if we are feeling rebellious, I pray that you would shift our hearts towards obedience. In Jesus' name, amen. In our last broadcast, we prayed about half the qualities that should be evident in our Christian productivity, according to a blog post by Lauren Pinellas. And today we have the second set, the second half of those. We have three different qualities. 
As a believer, we should be doing what we do with excellence and that our healthy productivity honors God and it makes room for our, in our lives for the pursuit of God's plans for us. But productivity for us isn't just working hard or even working smart, although those things are appropriate. It's having the right motives to do the right things in the right way. Like everything else I can think of <laughs> right this minute, our productivity should look different than the world's productivity. The first one that we're going to talk about and pray through is right thinking, having a right attitude. Mr. Pinellas says, when bringing God glory and affecting eternity are our goals, this is done with more than just our task list. This is also done with our hearts. Our focus is not on knocking out our to-dos, but on doing so with a Christ-like attitude. Humility, Reverence and contentment are required before we can properly glorify God. So productivity comes in not seeking our own glory or the praise of men, but in seeking the glory of our maker. So we're going to take those three qualities that he mentioned, humility, reverence, and contentment, and I have a verse that focuses on each one. And we're going to pray through those to bring those more to the forefront in our lives, more that they would be evident in powerful ways in our lives. So here are the three verses that we have. The first one is uh, humility. And we're going to be in Philippians <laughs> quite a bit today. Philippians 2 verses 3 and 4. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility consider others as more important than yourselves. Everyone should look not only to his own interests, but rather to the interests of others. 1 Samuel 12, 24 says, Only fear the Lord and serve Him in truth with all of your heart, for consider what great things He has done for you. And that gets to the heart of reverence. And finally, contentment. First Sam, no, Philippians 4, 11 and 12 says, Not that I am speaking of being in need, this is Paul speaking, for I have learned in whatever situation I am in to be content. I know how to be brought low. I know how to abound. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger, abundance and need. I can do all of these things through him who strengthens me. All right, let's pray. Father, very simply, we ask for you to turn our hearts towards and increase the evidence in our lives of humility and of reverence and of contentment. Help us do nothing out of selfish ambition or conceit, but instead help us in humility consider others in our lives more important than ourselves. Help us to not look only toward our own interest, but to the interest of others as well. Help us to serve you and love you and interact with you, have a relationship with you on the basis of reverence that you are due our reverence. We owe that to you. You are worthy of our reverence. Help us to serve you in truth with our whole hearts. Help us to consider the great things that you have done for us and for others, the words that you speak in scripture and the evidence that we see in our own lives of the great things that you have done and help us to feel awe and reverence for who you are. I frequently think about the idea that if we understood you better for who you actually are and understood ourselves in the light of who you say we are, that many of our problems would be, um, <laughs> if not eliminated, at least much reduced. And finally, contentment. 
Our whole culture drives us towards discontent. That's the goal of marketing is to make us discontent with where we are so that we buy something else or consume something else. Help us instead to not fall into that race, but instead learn to be content with whatever you've given us in whatever circumstances that we find ourselves in. Help us learn to be content in whatever those circumstances are, how to be in uh, brought low and how to be in abundance, how to learn to face plenty, how to respond to you in the same way when we have plenty and when we are in need. Help us to learn that we can do all of the things, all the things that we are required to do, whether uh, in our productivity, in our day-to-day lives, No matter what our circumstances look like, help us to do them with reverence and humility and contentment. All right, next, our motivations. They are a critical quality of our productivity. It's why we we are working hard, why we are trying to accomplish more. Um, Is it because we want success, because we want to earn more, because we want recognition of the people around us or their approval? Or even are we working for God's approval? Why we do what we do really matters. Our motivation should be for the glory of God, for being a living sacrifice, not for approval or recognition. So if you caught that key phrase, living sacrifice, you might recognize that our verse for this is going to be Romans 12, 1. And it says, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. So let's pray through that verse. Father, we appeal, (laughs) we appeal to you based on your mercy to help us do this. Help us learn to live as a spiritual sacrifice, to present ourselves to you in the actions that we take in our physical selves, the the things that we are physically doing here. Let them be holy and acceptable to you and let them be seen by you and recognized by us as a spiritual act, as worship. Our lives, how we live our lives is worship to you. And I pray that the things that we are doing, the reasons that we are working would be holy and acceptable to you. Amen. And finally, dependence is the last quality of Christian productivity. Anything that we can offer this world (laughs) that we do here that has eternal significance is because God is in us and working through us. Pinellas says, Christian productivity is really about us making ourselves clean vessels through which God can be productive. It's not about sprinkling a little bit of God into our tickler files and our productivity systems. I think that really can be something that we, well... That gets, that gets into next week. I'll wait, and, <laughs> I'll wait and comment on that next week. Instead, we'll go straight to the verses. Um, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 say, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all of your ways, submit to Him, and He will make your paths straight. This is probably a familiar verse. I'm not sure we really think about it when we're thinking about productivity or our to-do lists. And so, let's do that today. Father, we choose to trust you with our whole heart. If we don't, if there are places in our actions, in our attitudes, in the things that we are trying to accomplish that are not trusting, 
pray that you would bring those to our attention and that we would repent, that we would recognize those as sinful and turn away from them towards trust. Help us to truly be able to say that we trust you with all of our heart and that we aren't relying on our own understanding. We think that our knowledge, our skills, our perceptions of what has happened in the world, what happens to us, what happens to others, we we believe that those are trustworthy and frequently they're not. Help us instead to rely on your heart, your perception, your knowledge, your wisdom. And as we do that, help us submit all of our ways to you, all of the things that we do, all of the attitudes that we carry, all of the accomplishments that we're working towards. Help us to submit to you in those so that you can make our paths straight, so that the the road that we're walking on is the one that you desire for us, the one that will help us accomplish the things that you have laid out from us since eternity. Help us to be on that path clearly because we are submitted to you in everything that we do. We are a rebellious people. Humanity has not changed since, human nature has not changed since the fall. We are rebellious people. Help us to tame that spirit and turn it towards trust and submission in you. In Jesus' name, amen. I appreciate you so much in joining me today. I am so glad that you have been here with me. If you're watching on the Facebook page, we'll be back next week. Watch on Sunday night or Monday morning for that schedule. I'm um, I'm not sure what that is. My schedule is not laid out for next week yet. If you're a podcast listener, I appreciate you being here in that format as well. And I would love it if you would share, if this has been encouraging for you, that you would share it with someone that you think would also enjoy it. We are brought to you by Grace in the Gravel Road. And my heart is that as we pray together, that we would grow in our prayer lives. We we grow in the use of scripture in this way, that God would answer these prayers in mighty ways. But most of all, that we would fall deeper in love with the God who gave us the words that we're speaking. Amen. 